Come on, where is it? Dave, it's your Idaho Central app here. Any chance you're missing a debit card? Let's get that taken care of for you. With ICCU's card control, you can turn any card off with the tap of your finger. You got it. And back on again. Ow, 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 ow. The closest Idaho Central Credit Union branch is in your pocket. Ooh, the gym. Mold stomping grounds. <laughs> Hank Patterson, fly fishing guide. Riley Smith, tight end. Yeah, I appreciate that. Hey, you wouldn't happen to be the kicker. No, tight end. Again, thank you. I'm looking for a kicker for Lithia Ford's fall kickoff sale. But you're not the kicker. No. Yeah. Now nah, the kicker's probably taller. In a lot better shape. So, okay. What uh, position do you play? Tight end. Squats. Yeah. Try it sometime. RowPaint.com, the official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics, is going all-in this season with an all-star lineup. First up, he led the Broncos to three conference championships and ten 20-win seasons. It's Coach Leon Rice. Next, he's the founder and CEO of RowPaint.com. He played a little basketball in high school on the driveway with his mom. It's Andy Rowe. Want to just paint my house? Now that I can do. When I want Boise State to win, I trust Coach Rice to lead the Broncos to victory. And when I want the best painting and garage floor coating, I trust RowPaint.com to get that job done right. is Bronco Nation News Live. The best interviews, the most informed opinions, the latest breaking news, all from the top Boise State insiders. Today's broadcast is coming from the Cutwater Spirits Can Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of pre-mixed premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Cutwater Can Cocktails is perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Now, here's four-time NSMA Idaho Sports Writer of the Year, B.J. Rains, with another edition of Bronco Nation News Live. Hey, how we doing? Happy Thursday, folks. Welcome on into a fresh live edition of Bronco Nation News Live here on the social media channels of both Bronco Nation News and KTIK, the ticket, because today we got our man Mike Prater with us. He's in the row paint studios down there in downtown Boise. I'm in the uh, Cutwater Studios here in Meridian. Make sure we get all the sponsor mentions in there. Mike Prater, happy Thursday. How we doing, sir? We're doing well today. How you doing, BJ? Doing good. Got your column posted at BroncoNationNews.com. We're going to get to that here in a little bit. Highly recommend folks uh, go check that out. But uh, I uh, we got to toughen these kids up, Mike Prater. Another snow day today. I, I liked it a lot more when I was a kid, not as a parent. 
Yeah, I, I remember snow days as well in Twin Falls where the snow drifts were like 37 feet high and then going to college in Salt Lake City where the actual snow was 37 feet. So I drove in this morning and it wasn't terrible. Just be careful, be safe out there. And uh, yeah, the snow day thing. And I know you got kids at home, you work from home and I don't have to worry about that anymore. But uh, it's definitely, uh, we're definitely a little bit more careful these days. And I guess that's there's nothing wrong with that, I suppose. Yeah, and I guess working from home actually makes it a little easier than a lot of folks probably listening that, work a traditional kind of eight to five job like yourself there, Mike, where if you had younger kids in school at this point, it'd be a lot harder to to pull that off. You're either having to take off or, or try to work from home or leave the kids home by themselves. So I guess I have an advantage there, but uh, yeah, I feel like a, a bad parent when I'm like, go, P- go, go play PS5 and get away from me for a couple hours. But um, at least they told us last night, it was like nine o'clock or something when we found out. So We'll see. Hopefully they're back tomorrow, but this will be even if they've only gone to school four days, I think, in the last two weeks with all the the break and the Martin Luther King Day and everything else. And they're off next Wednesday for some teacher day, too. So I don't know what's going on. Please (laughs) get back in class. Come on, West Ada. Get get uh, class. Absolutely. Hey, uh, quick reminder. I was watching Mike the uh, the intro there, and I saw a couple clips from Vegas, and uh, super excited. I don't know if I've since you've been on if we've talked about this, but uh, we're we've officially announced that KTIK ninety five three the ticket is going down to Las Vegas for the uh, Mountain West basketball tournament. They're going to be doing live shows Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of conference tournament week from Circa Resort and Casino, and it's all going to culminate on Friday afternoon. Really looking forward to the pool party out at Stadium Swim. I know, Mike, you've walked out there and checked it out. You've been there a couple times uh, when you did your 24-hour bender there uh, last week, but uh, we'll be hanging out with fans and having fun all day. We'll have some food, some drinks, and then you guys will do your show from the cabana, maybe even get you to cannonball during a commercial break or something. But uh, hopefully Boise State is playing that night in the semifinals, and it'll be a fun day, and we're encouraging everybody Come on over to Stadium Swim. Even if you're not staying, this is the cool part. Typically, it's a $40 or $50 cover charge. They are waiving that. It is free uh, for anyone that RSVPs in advance and wants to come. So even if you're staying at another property or somewhere else, you can come to the pool party for free. Reigns at BroncoNationNews.com is the email address you need to RSVP to. Reigns at BroncoNationNews.com. Let us know the names and who's coming, and we will uh, take care of your entry fee to get in. And it's all day, 10 to 5. I'll do a my show right out there. You'll you guys will be live from two to five Pacific time there in Vegas, uh, and then we'll head over to the semifinals and, and hopefully see Boise State uh, playing. It's going to be a, a fun couple of days in Vegas. We had real, a lot of fun, Mike, with uh, Mountain West Media Days in the summer and uh, BNN KTIK teaming up again for the basketball tournament. It's going to be uh, a lot of fun. You know, BJ, I love Circa, and you're right. I have spent a little bit of time there, not as much as you, but I have spent there a couple of days there. And, and, you know, there's no greater place on the planet, and you know this as well as anybody, when it comes to March Madness and, what, four different tournaments, maybe five different tournaments in Las Vegas right now, sit in the pool, drink a cocktail, bet on a game, watch five or six different games, and, oh, have another cocktail and sit more in the pool. It's a perfect afternoon, and it's going to be a beautiful day in Vegas, so we're excited. I appreciate your partnership on this. Thank you for putting it together, KTIK, IST. We're all excited to get down there. I'm working hard in the gym. I got up this morning and did some sit-ups. If I'm going to have to take my shirt off in March, BJ, I'm working hard, baby. I'm working hard behind the scenes. 
Yes, and you know, the last time, Mike, uh, when we went for football media days, you came down uh, on a different flight or something, so you missed out on the limo ride and the grand entrance and all this. I can, I uh, just for you, Mike Prater, I was going to take the earlier flight earlier in the day, but just for you, I changed on to the same flight as you and Johnny, and I have scheduled the uh, Circa limo to take us over to Circa. So you'll be uh, right, you'll be uh, riding in style. We'll get picked up and uh, head over in the limo and start what should be a, a fun couple of days. So I can't wait. It, it seems like a you know two months away or whatever but it's going to be here uh before we know it and i bring it up because uh, every night it just seems like there's another big mountain west battle we watched last night san diego state uh take down uh nevada and and then uh, boise state they'll play on saturday tomorrow night you got another big game unlv goes to colorado state uh for a friday night game and uh i, I think these teams are going to keep beating each other up and and it's going to who knows at this point what the standings might look like but uh, every team already has at least one loss. All but three already have two. I mean, you may have four, five, six losses for the champion when this is all said and done. And that's okay. And that's what's expected. And that's what you want from a deep power league. I mean, it'd be nice to have one or two dominant teams and maybe somebody can emerge out of this and be a dominant team. I, I, I think you are okay with it. I, I heard some fan angst. I don't understand why Boise State was so upset by losing the other night. I, I don't think it was a bad loss. I don't understand quad one, two, or three, and I don't really care. That That's for you. For me, if if, if you're top four or, or or less than, just don't have more than five losses in the Mountain West. I, that's my expectations. If you can keep your loss count under five, maybe even five, and just work your way. And, and I mentioned this in the column, and we're going to talk about this column. You just have to weasel your way into the Friday night semifinals in Las Vegas. That's checkbox number one. And you have to make sure that you're okay there. And, and then I think Boise State can get themselves into the NCAA tournament. That's the ultimate goal here, right, is to get this team in the NCAA tournament to can see what can happen. And I don't think that that loss the other night's going to matter. I mean, losing to San Diego State on Saturday morning, back-to-back -back losses, that would be a big one. And all of a sudden, we're going to have some concerns. But I, I still believe in this basketball team. I still think all of its goals are in front of them. Even I am getting excited for a basketball season around here, BJ. Yeah, looking forward to it. We take a look here at the uh, Mountain West standings, uh, Mike Prater. And uh, as I said, only three teams, Utah State, San Diego State, Boise State, have one loss. You already have New Mexico, Nevada, and Colorado State with two losses in conference. Uh, and UNLV sitting there at two and two as well. I, you know, it wasn't a great loss yesterday, Mike Prater. I mean, obviously it was a, a tough one, but in, I think when the season is all said and done, uh, UNLV's numbers are going to be good enough that that's not going to be some, uh, you know, crippling loss for, for their tournament, but certainly a home game with all, yeah, I think the hype for Saturday's game would have been even bigger if you could have found a way to one, it, it would have been most likely in the top 25 next week if they had beaten San Diego state and, and we're at five and oh in league play. So I mean, it was not a good loss. I, it was a game that they really should have won and just didn't play well, but uh, maybe a little bit of a wake-up call. Some of the rebounding, some of the things that uh, had been going a little better but were problems earlier in the year kind of crept back up. And uh, against a team like San Diego State, we saw them get 20 offensive rebounds last night against Nevada. Uh, that That's certainly something that they struggled with against UNLV. Didn't hustle to some of those balls and took some things for granted and came back to bite them. So maybe it's what they needed to kind of refocus here a little bit. And obviously you mentioned uh, a big one coming up uh, on Saturday. And the only concern for me, Mike, as you mentioned, you know, four or five losses, but uh, you still got to go to the pit. You still got to go to Viejas Arena. You still got to go to Logan. You still got to go to, uh, you know, Moby Arena there at Colorado State. So, I mean, uh, you're looking at three, four losses right there just with some of these road venues. So just didn't leave yourself a lot of margin for error. And I guess you had that margin for error thanks to winning the road Nevada game. And then, but 
but unfortunately he just gave it up while losing to UNLV. So uh, maybe it cancels out there and you're okay, but uh, putting a lot of pressure on these home games to, and in particular this game on Saturday. But uh, I know you guys are going to have him on. I'm going to have him on tomorrow as well. Clark Kellogg, uh, CBS uh, national announcer, uh, doing the game with, and, and to, you know, I know you guys talked about it, I believe a little bit already, Mike, but just for, for, uh, for Boise state basketball to be on, not CBS sports network, not CBS sports app, uh, you know, CBS two in Boise, the main national CBS game. And I know it doesn't lead into CBS's NFL playoffs, but it's, there's no other NFL game on yet. It's, it's a primetime window, one o'clock Eastern, uh, first time in history. I believe Boise state basketball is hosting a regular, you know, CBS game. Uh, I know it's largely cause San Diego state's the opponent, but what is, what, 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 what do you make of uh, the opportunity Boise state does have on a national stage here on Saturday? Massive opportunity, obviously, and I think the fans are excited. You go try to buy tickets right now, and tickets, you know, this Boise State established this game as, as a premier event. Tickets are are fairly pricey, but they're dar- darn near gone. You go check out the blue dots, and they disappear every time you refresh the computer. I've been trying to buy some tickets for my family, and, it, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a good problem to have. When Bob Beeler first told me a couple of days ago that Big Boy CBS had never broadcast a game from – from the pavilion, extra mile arena, whatever you want to call it in the history of that basketball program. I had, I said, no, that's not true. I thought that maybe they popped in once or twice over the last couple of years, not the case. And that's a very cool deal. So Clark Kellogg on the call and he's, you know, he, we know him as the, as the, he's kind of the Kirk Herbstreet of college basketball, the sure. voice of CBS March Madness. Uh, good for you to get him. We're going to get him on Idaho sports talk tomorrow. So I, I think it's really cool. I like the 11 o'clock start. That's really cool on a playoff football weekend. It shouldn't be a terrible day. It's going to be fairly warm. It's going to be wet. It's going to be a little crazy out there, but this place is going to be packed. It's going to be jammed, and this is going to be a good opportunity. Boise State will fight hard in this game. Boise State will play well in this game. I have no idea if they're going to win. They need to win, and Leon Rice and company usually win big games like this once a season, maybe twice a season, so I can't wait to see how that sucker turns out. I want to get some of your takes on some of the individual players, some of the individual issues, both good and bad, going on with this team. But let's first get our first 90-second uh, break out of the way. Uh, th- support our sponsors, folks. These shows that you're watching on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, wherever, are, are free of charge to you because of our sponsors. So please support them and uh, watch this message, and we'll be back in 90 seconds. All Bronco Nation news broadcasts come from the Cutwater Spirits Canned Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of premixed premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Cutwater Spirits, perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Our title sponsor is RowPaint.com. For all your commercial, industrial, residential painting needs, check out RowPaint.com. Don't forget about their concrete coatings. Transform that ugly concrete slab on your back patio in your garage in just one day. Contact rowpaint.com for a free estimate today. The official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics and our title sponsor at Bronco Nation News is rowpaint.com. Idaho Central Credit Union has been helping members achieve financial success for more than 80 years. There's an ICCU branch on almost every corner, but the closest is in your pocket with free e-branch mobile and online banking. See why more than 500,000 members love ICCU and join one in four Idahoans by making the switch today at ICCU. Since 1984, Ridley's Family Markets has prided itself on being a hometown food and drug store that employed value members of the local community. Ridley's Family Markets has 13 locations in the state of Idaho and many more in the surrounding states. Download the new Ridley's app to your smartphone, get savings up to 40% off at the checkout line, and find a location near you at shopridleys.com. 
Realtor.com. Former Bronco Matt Bauscher is once again the number one ranked realtor in the Treasure Valley. No home is too big or too small for Matt and his team. Let them fulfill all your real estate needs at BauscherRealEstate.com. Mike, also want to remind folks our weekly subscriber giveaways are still going on. BNN50DEAL is the promo code to read Mike Prater's column, to read all of our content. You get a daily email, all kinds of exclusive content, and uh, even to sweeten the pot, Mike Prater, we got some weekly giveaways going on. We're giving away this grill on uh, Friday that you see on the screen there, good old-fashioned uh, charcoal barbecue pit, thanks to Cutwater Spirits. And uh, we're also giving away some other great items, and it's going to lead to our grand prize giveaway in about three weeks or so, early February, round-trip airfare on a private jet. The BNN jet is heading to San Diego, final game of the regular season. We did it last year in Las Vegas, had an awesome time. We're doing it to San Diego this year, and there could be a, a lot on the line in that game to finish out the regular season. It's going to be senior night there. It's going to be an electric atmosphere, and you get to experience it if you're our winner so uh we're gonna stay the night in the hotel and uh have a brunch on the beach maybe we're trying to work it out to tour the uh, cutwater facilities there they're based out of san diego and then we will uh, come back uh, early afternoon the next day on saturday so uh got to be a yearly paying subscriber so only 50 bucks jump on in and a lot of you guys have asked uh how do you enter the contest if you're a yearly subscriber you are automatically entered uh, into the contest. And so again, this Friday will be our next giveaway. And uh, Mike, we're giving away a, a lot of great stuff here. And I, I've got too much I've got to give away. We're, we're going to literally give away some cut waters. I got the Long Island iced teas right here. I got the uh, the lime margaritas, uh, the, the peppermint white Russians. I don't know if you've had those or not yet, Mike, but uh, espresso martinis. What else I got here? Vodka mules. So <laughs> cut, water, cut water literally has given me uh, cases of cut water to give away as part of this contest. So we'll throw a couple cases inside that barbecue pit for whoever we pick on Friday. And hopefully folks will uh, sign up. I, I think, I think your columns and our content is good enough, but if we can give free alcohol and free other things as well, why not? Nothing wrong with free alcohol. Love it. BG. Are, are BNN employees eligible to win the grill, the cooler, the prize, or even the private jet trip? Because I want to sign up. You know, I, uh, we, we'll, we'll take care of you. We'll see what we can do. Uh, <laughs> I, I have been trying to work on a, uh, a BNN trip for uh, maybe you and John, you and Johnny and whoever else maybe on the jet to go see a basketball game or something. But we're just trying to see if it uh, doesn't conflict with the show. So uh, more more details coming on that, Mike Prater. We'll ah, very we'll nice. Very we nice. You, we'll see if we can get you in the jet at some point. Uh, we're, we're working on that. We have a, a very loyal BNN subscri uh, subscriber, sponsor, and uh, yeah, pinch myself sometimes. Yeah, private jet. But we'll. Uh, it's uh, pretty cool. And we're going to give that away here in a couple of weeks. So make sure you subscribe and, and get in now. And again, uh, the next giveaway will be on Friday uh, with some of those items there. Mike, uh, coming off the game, you know how it is. You lose one game and a lot of stuff gets, uh, you know, under the microscope. And, and, and it is what it is. And, uh, you know, again, not making excuses, but uh, they made, you know, they missed four free throws in the final couple of minutes there. Uh, two one and ones. You're giving away four points there and then uh, two other free throws. So you make those free throws, you win the game. We're really not probably not talking about some of this stuff um, that, you know, but but, you know, the, the bench has been a, a thing that I know Bob talked about. And uh, I looked at in kind of a detailed story for, for BNN yesterday. Uh, no, of all the, the six, seven Mountain West contenders, nobody rides their starters more than Boise State does. They're the only team in, in league play. I just looked at league play games. Uh, Boise State plays all five starters more than 31 minutes. They're the only team averaging more than 30 minutes a game for all their starters. That's just in league of the contenders. The only other team in the Mountain West that plays their starters all five 30 minutes is Air Force and they're 0-4 in league. Um, and so, uh, you know, it, it's we, we heard about this this depth in the San Diego State-like depth that they were trying to build uh, in the offseason, and uh, they just haven't trusted 
the players enough to, to, to use that depth, Mike. And I asked, you know, after the game to Leon, uh, kind of what can those bench guys do if they're not playing much to, to prove that they deserve minutes and, uh, got a little testy and said, no, they don't need a ton of time. They need one second. And when they get out there, it needs to, uh, right away, look the same. And he said, you can, he's just been able when, when a lot of these bench guys have been going in, he said, it's a noticeable drop off and he just would rather, you know, play the guys that play hard and the, the starters that deserve to be out there. So, uh, is the blame on Leon for playing the starters too much? Is it on the bench players for not being good enough? Uh, where, where are you at on the, the lack of production in four conference games? They've gotten a total of 15 points off the bench. Yeah, and that's obviously not very good. That's that that's terrible, and that's what Leon Rice spent the entire offseason trying to fix because this has been a problem in the past. There's no doubt about that. I, I've got no problem with the way Leon Rice is coaching his basketball team right now. He's trying to win a basketball game in a two-hour window on any given night or Saturday morning, and I think he's doing a really nice job there. My issues with Leon, and, and you know, I mean, recruiting is such a crazy, fickle thing. My issues with Leon, he probably fell a body or two short in the offseason when he was recruiting it. Now, what's the responsibility and the and the liability of some of these players? Some of these guys, Jace Whiting, he hasn't gotten any better. And he's a confidence thing. Yesterday on Idaho Sports Talk, I called it the tailing green disease. He's suffering from tailing green disease, a disease of the mind, confidence issues. And whether that's coaches getting in his head or him just not feeling very good about himself in his game, that's an issue. Other players, Roddy Anderson up and down. Andrew Meadow was dis disappeared the other night. So, you know, these are young players. I know that there's a lot of new moving parts on this roster, but clearly Leon Rice is only going to have six, seven players for the rest of the season. None of these guys we've talked about, the RJ Keens of the world, are going to get better and all of a sudden become great difference makers, especially long-term. One of them or two of them might have a, a night here or a night there, and maybe the timing is great where they save the season. But you know what? Leon Rice is just in the moment, and he's doing what he has to. And I see players, or I see social media, you know, warriors out there, and I appreciate you guys because you have opinions and you get after it. And you're beating up on Leon for for not playing the guys that he should be playing. He's playing the right guys to win a basketball game right now. If we're going to beat up Leon Rice, beat him up in the offseason when he comes up a body or two short in recruiting. And another guy getting beat up right now is Max Rice, and he is struggling right now from the field. But and a lot of folks are are that's another criticism coming Leon's way is that he's he's playing his kid too much, and and uh, why does he play more than anybody else on the team right now? Um, but as you're saying, like who look behind him? Who who else? I mean, uh, I, you know, this will come off as some Homer defending Leon Max, like whatever, that's fine. But I guess at this point, I'm just um, would would he probably be better off if he was playing 34 instead of 38? Yes, but. Uh, in Leon's minds, like in the coaching staff's minds, does RJ Keene hasn't done enough to deserve those four minutes, and other guys haven't done enough to deserve that. Kobe Young hasn't done enough to deserve those four minutes. So um, I get the criticism. He was three of twelve last game. It wasn't great. The one thing he is doing is making his free throws. He had a couple of clutch free throws in the uh, Nevada game, and then a couple uh, clutch free throws in that uh, UNLV game, even though they lost. So um, he's still making the free throws, still doing some other things, but yeah, you know. If he doesn't get it going here shooting fairly soon, I think that those those you know criticisms will get a little bigger here about what to do with Max Rice. Or or maybe he doesn't need to shoot as much. You know, that's one thing you can control. And Jeremiah Dickey always reminds us, control the controllables. And you can control, you know, Max Rice's minutes, Max Rice's shooting. And and, and Max Rice, you know, he's gonna have his ups and downs. He's never gonna be a great shooter. But I I 
I, I love this kid. We all love this kid. And yeah. he's on the court for a lot more than just the shooting, the intangibles, the savviness, the basketball IQ, the hustle, the defense, and just being this scrappy little annoying gnat that really gets in your face in the middle of a, a summer picnic and bothers the crap out of you. That's what we are. That's what Max Rice does. So I like what he contributes. Yeah. If, if he has any kind of issues whatsoever, Leon says, dude, you can only shoot six to eight shots a game. Make them good ones. That's what I'd like to see happen. The yeah, but his biggest reason for being out there is to make threes and make shots. So that is when you, when you yeah, I I I guess maybe it's blind uh you know homerism whatever maybe it's my heart not my head but I just keep thinking back to some of those games last year where he was literally you know the, the San Diego State game last year where he single handedly won them the game by scoring twenty eight points and he had another game where he scored thirty points I think against uh, New Mexico or something so you know it's in there and you still think every time he takes a three. Uh, that it's going in, and so uh, I think you just got to stick with him. I, I think he's, uh, as they say, has the stats on the back of the baseball card at this point. He's proven over time, and it hasn't been a great season. I mean, he would even tell you that he's shooting thirty three percent from three in conference play. It's been you know even worse. Um, but again, I don't think the options behind him are are any better, and and uh, I think you just trust that he's going to break out of this slump and and just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, and there's other guys on this team that can shoot the three ball. I mean, you know, so. You know, maybe you maybe you put a couple here, a couple of there, and Max Rice, he's easy to figure out in terms of whether you're a defense or a fan or a coach. You can tell in the first five to ten minutes of a basketball game whether Max Rice is feeling it. Max yep. Rice is one of those emotional players, and when he feels it, you know instantly because he bangs a shot here, bangs a shot there, and once he gets going, like the San Diego State game last year, then you ride the hot wave. So he comes into a basketball game, and maybe his expectations are just to play that role, be smart, do the intangibles, and don't worry about shooting the ball. Maybe we give the ball and some three-point opportunities to other guys on this team who can also bang down threes. I'd rather see Abo. You know, shoot, you know, let him shoot three or four more threes. Let Leon Rice, or I'm sorry, Max Rice, shoot less three or four threes until you find him hit that groove. And sure. then when he hits that groove, then you ride the hot hand. And Leon Rice is smart enough to figure that out. Yeah, I mean, a couple, I mean, uh, Chibuzo Abo early in games seems really aggressive, and he had 14 points in the first half the other day and then didn't score in the second half and only took three shots. Exactly, so exactly. I think I think Abo is their most dynamic uh, scorer, and, and he needs to be con aggressive for 40 minutes and continuing to find ways to shoot the ball. And they got to, you know, kind of the reverse with Tyson Degenhardt. They got to get him going earlier. It's been a, a couple of games in a row now where he, you know, ends up with a nice 20-point stat line, but it's almost all in the second half. So uh, he he had five late points in the first half the other day, but they're going to need Tyson and Buzo both to be aggressive early in the game. And, you know, we've seen teams doubling uh, Omar Stanley lately, Mike, and he's you know had such a great start, the 20-point games. But now that he's getting doubled a little bit, um, and that probably never happened at St. John's where he was the focal point of the, the other team's uh, scouting report for a while, and that's kind of what's been happening here. And you're seeing these teams double them, and I'm sure Boise State's working on it in practice, how to work on, uh, you know, playing with a double team and finding the open man and all that. But Omar's been kind of taken out of his game the last couple of games. they got to get him going. Yeah, there's no doubt about that, and it's a learning process for him. He's a young guy who, like you said, had never been in this situation. What is he? he was the eighth, ninth, tenth guy in the roster at St. John's. Nobody's double teaming that guy, so he's going through experiences that he probably hasn't felt in high school. He was probably such a dominant high athlete in high school. He didn't have to worry about double teams. He's going to have to fix that. Almost more importantly, and maybe definitely more importantly, is the the team itself needs to figure out the press. The press was a bad bugaboo for them the other night. They really struggled with that. 
Uh, so when the pressure comes, whether it's a, a double team on Omar, a double team on Tyson, who seems like he can handle the double team. He's got the smarts, and he's using his body to fight off those double teams. So, you know, Tyson can figure that out. But the basketball team itself, when they get into those physical pressures and they get that press going, and they're going to face that press a lot, especially now that you've been exposed and, and you see that on film. In close games, Boise State basketball would be pressed, and they have to figure out a way to handle that pressure a lot better than they did the other night. And he's not there yet, but he is certainly improving and certainly coming along. But I think Roddy Anderson, we're starting to see the last couple of games here, the flashes that Boise State saw on him when they got him to come over from, from UC San Diego. We're seeing the, the changing of the guard, I guess, in terms of the minutes played. He's playing, you know, 30-plus minutes a game. Jace Whiting's minutes have gone down the last couple of games. And uh, they're, they're, they're riding Roddy here, and it seems like uh, – you know, he's getting to the rack. He still misses too many wide open layups for me. He's, he's great at getting to the rim and then he just can't finish. But uh, he's he's it, it looks like one positive. And if you're trying to find, you know, the, the looking for reasons for optimism here for this team. And Leon's keeps talking about, oh, the, the, the ceiling is still so high for this team. There's so much more room. This team can grow in two months. And Roddy Anderson, I think, is one of those reasons. He's been a positive here of late. Yeah, absolutely. And maybe you rely on him for like Leon or like Max Rice. You rely on him for more than just the shooting. And you're right about the missed layups. And there was a possession late in that Nevada game where, you know, he took the ball. I think he got a defensive rebound or got the ball in the backcourt. And then he sprinted on the entire court and took that layup on the left side and missed it poorly. And that was a bad, bad possession at a bad, bad time. Leon's got to limit that kind of stuff. You can't have the ball in Roddy Anderson's hand offensively in the last couple of minutes of a close basketball game. He's not ready for crunch time yet. Let him go out there and muck it up. Let him go out there and make Isaiah Stevens' night a living hell. Make him you know, play the defense and, and kind of play some of that Max Rice role. I don't need him shooting late in the game. Eventually, you know, keep keep picking away at your shooting and gain some confidence here and there. That's a process for me. In the meantime, he can bring a lot of other intangibles to this basketball team. Before we get to your column, Mike, uh, any, anything else, whether it's Cam Martin battling through injury, uh, we mentioned Tyson, uh, any other final thoughts, I guess, about this basketball team, uh, whether it be a player or anything going into Saturday? Very disappointed in Cam Martin. I know he has the injury, but I also think he's a little bit soft, and uh, I, I wish that he could be more of a dynamic player. Love the rise of Omar Stanley, so there's a little bit of give and a take right there. I, I'm not overly worried about this basketball team. I still think that they're going to be good. I still think they're going to put themselves in a position to get to the semifinals of the Mountain West Tournament. That's really my own. That's my next goal for this basketball team. Just put yourself in a position to get to the semifinals of the Mountain West Basketball Tournament. I think in this year, and what the Mountain West has put four teams in the tournament each of the last two years, if I remember right, that gets you the top four. Uh, the Mountain West is definitely going to be a three-bid league this year, maybe even four, and, and that gets you in a pretty good position. So, I, you know, win on Saturday – be competitive on Saturday. The win or loss probably doesn't matter, although that second straight loss is not going to be good. I believe in this basketball team. I really, truly do. It's not a super team, and there's no given that they're going to win an NCAA tournament for the first time in 10 tries, but so far, so good for the most part for Leon Rice and company right now. Yeah, it wouldn't be a wouldn't be a devastating loss by any means, but I think it would be a, a tough loss on Saturday. I mean, it's a it, it's not a must win game by any means, but certainly uh, every home game you lose, you got to go find a road game to, to equal it out, and that that exactly. makes it, that makes the road a, a little bit tougher. But it, it's certainly when you're five games into the season, they'd still be three and two. 
in the league. I, I don't think it would be some bone crushing loss, but I think they have much more to gain if they go get another quad one win and are able to, to win on Saturday. And particularly, as we said, you know, Mike, on a national stage, a lot of eyeballs uh, watching this game, voters, poll members, whoever else, the national perception of Boise State, I think would certainly be better uh, if they're able to find a way to win this game. Let's take a quick 90 second timeout and then your column BNN just posted. Folks can read it for subscribers. I want to finish up the show by uh, talking about that and uh, getting some thoughts on your column. Uh, who has more pressure in 2024 to win, Leon Rice or Spencer Danielson? Get your thoughts in the ICCU YouTube chat, and we'll discuss with Mike here in 90 seconds. Bronco Nation News is sponsored by Tommy Alquist and Ball Ventures Alquist, Idaho's premier commercial real estate development company. BVA projects specialize in office, retail, flex, medical, and industrial spaces located at some of the most strategic and visible locations in the Valley. Need a developer? Looking for new space? Think BVA. At BVA, we are Idaho's developer. The Nicolaisen family and SON management have proudly been operating Taco Bell restaurants in and around the Treasure Valley since 1969. One of the first to make a seven-figure donation to the Lyle Smith Society, they've also stepped up their support at Boise State Athletics with the Taco Bell Men's and Women's Basketball Endowed Scholarships. The Nicolaisen family and SON management have committed at least $310,000 by 2026. Get more information on their financial support at Boise State Athletics and find information on applying to work at Taco Bell at TacoBellWorks.com. Lithia Ford of Boise is a proud supporter of Boise State Athletics and the official car and truck of the Broncos. Lithia Ford of Boise supports Bronco student-athletes through NIL deals, including providing Ford vehicles to Taylor Green and Riley Smith from the football team and Paige Barsh from the volleyball team. Rain's family purchased RF-150 from Lithia Ford. Couldn't be happier with the purchase. Check out the all-electric F-150 Lightning or the electric Mustang Mach-E at Lithia Ford and make sure to check out their full inventory of vehicles at LithiaFordBoise.com. The Blue and Orange Store is the perfect spot to get all your gear for your next Bronco game. The Blue and Orange Store has official Nike apparel, including jerseys, shirts, sweatshirts, jackets, hats, and more. Wear what the Broncos wear and get it at the Blue and Orange Store, the second floor of the Boise Town Square Mall, or get free shipping on a $40 order online at theblueandorangestore.com. By the way, shout out to uh, Bronco Brew Coffee. Looking for some fresh coffee, roasted to order coffee. Broncobrew.coffee is the website to go to. Check them out. And we've been telling you a lot about them. But again, they're, uh, they ponied up, man. To, to have this uh, logo on your product, it costs a lot of money. And so they are uh, supporting Boise State Athletics in a big way. And they're supporting the NIL game in a big way. So every bag you buy here puts like 2 or $3 right into the pocket of an athlete of your choice. You get to choose on their website which athlete. Andrew Simpson's on there now. Markel Reed, some others. You can go on there and um, they're an ambassador for the product, and you can help them out. So help uh, help the student athletes at Boise State. Help Boise State and uh, enjoy some delicious tasting coffee at the same time. Broncobrew.coffee is the website. All right, Mike Prater, the column is posted. Some mixed reactions so far, both here in the chat and on social media. Spencer Danielson, Leon Rice, big 2024 for both of them. Absolutely. I mean, the, the 2024 calendar year is a monster year for not only Jeremiah Dickey, but Spencer Danielson and Leon Rice with completely different circumstances. Jeremiah Dickey has made it absolutely clear. Number one priority for Spencer Danielson, a rookie head football coach, is to go off and be one of the top 12 teams in the college football this year and, and get to the college football playoff. That's what Jeremiah Dickey wants. That's why he made this coaching change. He wants the prestige and the paycheck. And Leon Rice uh, also has those expectations. We've talked about the 0-9 NCAA tournament run. He's 0-4. He's put together this team. The expectations and the fan bases are high. Football is attracting record crowds. Basketball is attracting record crowds. 
the circumstances on the backside, Jeremiah Dickey trying to, to raise money for all of his projects and everything that he wants. There's massive pressure on these Boise State coaches. And part of the column is also relative. Is there really any kind of pressure on Boise, Idaho? They have comfortable working environments. They live in a comfortable town. They have comfortable jobs and they live a comfortable lifestyle. So it's not like, you know, Nick Saban running around with 17 security guards following him everywhere he goes and having to worry a bunch of whack job football fans out there. But the pressure in this town in this calendar year is pretty intense for Leon Rice and Spencer Danielson. One of them has to succeed. Hopefully both of them succeed. Uh, Mark Moss says the viewership numbers tell the story of who has more pressure and fan interest. Spencer Danielson's halftime interview at the B-Ball game had how many more views than Leon's presser uh, that night. And I, I would say this, the basketball interest is growing, Mike Prater, but this is and was and will always be a football town. And mm -hmm. and uh, does that play into it with Spencer? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely it does. I mean, right now it's basketball season, so all the pressure's on him. Uh, Leon Rice, there's, there's no doubt about that, but spring ball's going to come up right now, and everybody's going to turn to the Malachi Nelson show. What's what's he going to happen? We're not going to worry too much about Ashton Genty in the spring, but Malachi Nelson will be a rock star in the spring. And if Boise State basketball isn't relevant in March when spring football starts, if they're not in the semifinals of the Mountain West tournament, if they're not in the NCAA tournament, if they're not competing for NCAA tournament wins, and here's Malachi Nelson at practice, practice at Boise State football and spring ball in March while that stuff's all going on, uh, he, he very well easily could upstage. A guy who's never played at Boise State in a practice could upstage Leon Rice's basketball team if he's not careful. So, yeah, it's still a football town. It will always be a football town. Uh, but Leon Rice has a chance to change that right now. That's the pressure on him. And then the pressure is on Spencer Danielson to succeed that in February in the fall. We'll see how that shakes out against one of the toughest, if not the toughest schedule in Boise State football history. So what would be the bigger win this year, Boise State winning the first NCAA tournament basketball game uh, or Boise State just qualifying for the CFP 12-team playoff? Qualifying for the 12-team CFP playoff. There, there's no doubt about that. It comes with massive amounts of money, and I know an NCAA tournament win does too. Those are the units that evolve over six years and you know are spread by the conference. And revenue sharing in the CFP does go conference-wide as well. But if Boise State can get into the CFP, the massive amounts of millions – and the massive amounts of prestige is so much more important. You know that Boise State would be a 12. They'd play a 5. Here's a basketball analogy for you. How many times have we talked about the 12 versus 5 matchup in March Madness? Well, we're going to get that in football, and hopefully Boise State's on that 12 line, and they're going to go play a number 5, and let's see what happens. It doesn't matter if they get in that tournament. That's really all you would expect from a group of 5 team. And if Boise State can get in that tournament, that would be one of the biggest stories of the entire year here in Boise, Idaho. Hey, man. Uh... My Jayhawks kept their coach. We're going to be among the Big 12 favorites next year. We, we, I, can, can, uh, Boise State at Kansas, 12-5. Let's go. <laughs> is the Big 12 schedule out yet? Are Kansas and Utah playing this year? Uh, the schedule is out, and or the, the, the teams are out, not the dates. I don't remember if Utah is on the schedule or not. I think BYU is, though. Uh, I don't I, think they might, they might be. I don't. I don't think they. I don't remember. I don't think they play Utah this year. I don't think that they do either. Because yeah. I think I looked at that uh, that cycle yeah. and uh, there's no dates. But uh, oh, when that happens, we got to go. We got to. We'll, we'll, we'll road trip down there and have a few uh, tequila drinks and enjoy that one. No doubt. I, I almost want to see Kansas and Salt Lake City basketball before I would see Kansas versus Salt Lake City in football. Maybe okay. we have to go down to Salt Lake for a basketball trip, which I'm almost – that'll be guaranteed next year, right? Well, I don't know how the uh, big basketball play them. Yeah, I don't know if it'll be home and home. They'll play them at least once. I don't know where it would be. Uh, but Kansas, we're actually getting a new football stadium, so we're playing at uh, Arrowhead Stadium next year where the Chiefs oh. play. 
I didn't so, know that. Uh, some people were a little ner- uh, not liking that because they don't know if we'll be able to fill the the Arrowhead Stadium for all of our games. And we're going to hurt our momentum this year. But uh, we're uh, yeah, we're literally uh, already shoveling the ground. They've already torn down the, about half the old stadium, and so we have big things coming for uh, KU football here in the future. Nice, wouldn't nice. That be, wouldn't that be something? Uh, Boise State, Kansas in the the CFP playoff, but. Uh, by the way, Mark says, uh, "Did you forget to publish the last paragraph?" Because he says, "Who who has the more pressure?" I know you what you mentioned both of them, but do, do you have a final thought on who actually uh, has more pressure on them in twenty twenty four? I don't. I don't. I'm going to let to see how that evolves. I mean, obviously, it comes down. We just had this conversation about football, and really, you know, I sorry, Leon. Basketball is a nice story around here, but it's a filler for the football season, and I'll always believe that. So, yeah, at the end of the day, the the more pressure is on a rookie head football coach, Spencer Danielson, who surrounded himself with enough mojo and energy and roster and expectations and hype and opportunity that he can pull this sucker off. Here comes the veteran Leon Rice, by the way. And one of the pressures I talked about, just a small little nugget, April 1st, not April Fool's Day, April 1st, Leon Rice gets a little bit of a pay raise and joins the million-dollar coaching club. So he makes a little bit less than Spencer Danielson, even though Leon Rice has been here for 14 years. Spencer Danielson has been the head football coach for, what, 14 weeks or whatever that number is. Yeah. But uh, Leon joins the million-dollar coaching club on April 1st. Obviously, when you join that kind of club, it comes with just a little bit more expectations. But come on, BJ, I know you're pushing it. I know you believe it, but uh, this will always be a football town. So, yes. The answer is, even if it's not in the column, that's for you guys to debate. For me, the answer is always football. And I agree with you. Uh, that's what most people in the comments are saying as well. Spencer Danielson, far more pressure by far. Uh, Spencer Danielson, football fans, higher expectation. Um, and so, and and uh, by the way, on the money side, this is probably as close the football and basketball coaches have been in salary in a long time. Oh. Absolutely. Even, even even when uh, either Harson or whoever started like at the one point one, I think Harson started at like one point one, and at that point, I think Leon Rice is only at like four or five hundred thousand dollars, and so they're within a hundred thousand dollars of each other or two hundred fifty thousand, right? I mean that that's a uh, that usually it's a much wider gap. So I don't know if that says more about basketball or football. I know you believe that uh, the football coach should be making more, um, but uh, yeah, that's that that's an interesting point and. I think the pressure will will rise as we get closer to that tournament to finally get that first win. But um, I mean, if this football team doesn't win ten games or at this point doesn't get into the CFP, it almost feels like a a, a downer at this point based on all the hype that's going to be going into the season. Yeah, and that's crazy to think considering the schedule. They open the season on the East Coast. It's week two, they play on the West Coast. In between, you got to go to Hawaii and you got to go to Laramie and oh. Oregon, Oregon State, and Washington State are on the schedule, not to mention some of those other landmines that we always see in the Mountain West Conference. So the schedule is brutal, and the expectations are brutal, and you have a rookie head football coach, brutal. The expectations are probably a little bit of out of whack, and the pressure might be a little out of whack, but hey, Spencer Danielson, you signed up for this. You're attacking this sucker head on, and I can't wait to see what you do, and I certainly can't wait to see what Leon Rice does in March as well. Well, Mike, uh, we, we've, we've you know, started the show talking about going to Vegas and uh, Dan Hogg chimed in Prater with the beach bod. And then uh, the next response right away, nobody wants to see that Prater. No, so. nobody <laughs> wants to see that. Nobody wants We're to see looking that. forward to that. We'll continue to hype that up as we move forward here for the next couple of months. And uh, regardless of what happens, Mike, like uh, I remember when I was trying to always convince the Idaho press, like to send me to the tournament back when I first started and the budgets were always tight and stuff. And like, if they're not having as good of a season, that puts 
more emphasis and more reason to be at the tournament and a bigger deal because you may have to win some games there to get in. So yep. uh, that tur that tournament will mean something, uh, obviously, no matter what happens here in the next two months. And that's going to be a lot of fun and glad that uh, you guys are going to be down there. What do we have? I know a big Idaho sports talk today, three to six. You, Johnny, Bob, JP, the whole gang, what do we got coming up today? DJ Schram, the captain in the face of the 2023 football. Where'd you football. get his number at? Where'd you get that number at? I got that number from BJ Reigns. I appreciate the shout out and I appreciate the help there. And, and DJ is going to join us in studio at five o'clock today on Idaho Sports Talk. And uh, we're going to break down and recap and, and hopefully uh, uncover some skeletons from the 2023 season. Mostly just kind of want to recap and, and go down memory lane a little bit. He's one of my all-time favorite players, as he is for all of us, and find out what he's doing. You know, he's not going to go off and play football, I don't think, but his post-football career to me is very fascinating. He's going to be a difference maker somewhere in life. So a really good interview with DJ Schramm live in our studio today. And then tomorrow, Dirk Cutter on the NFL playoffs. And we're going to piggyback off you as well. Clark Kellogg is going to join Idaho Sports Talk live tomorrow as he makes his first ever trip to Boise, Idaho. Make sure you're listening 3 to 6 Idaho Sports Talk today, tomorrow, every day, 3 to 6 with uh, Prater and, and the gang. And, uh, again, final uh, plug, BNN 50 deals, that promo code, whole year, 365 days of coverage for 50 bucks, one-time fee, BNN 50 deal. And you get this grill uh, is going to be our giveaway on Friday. You can read Mike Prater's uh, column on uh, all different things, but this week's column is on Leon Rice and Spencer Danielson. You can read that as well. And, again, that enters you in the grand prize coming up in a couple weeks for a chance to win the private jet to San Diego for the final game of the regular season. So BNN 50 deal is that promo code. Mike, appreciate your time as always. Thanks to JP for getting us on. Thanks for all the uh, interactions and comments. It makes it more fun with you. Whether you hate us or love us, we still love the comments and it makes it uh, more fun and easier to interact here on the show. So uh, keep the comments coming. Tell your friends, make sure you're subscribing to all of our social media channels. I'll be back with Jay Tuss tomorrow at 9 a.m. But first, Three to six. Make sure you're listening to uh, Idaho Sports Talk on KTIK, the KTIK app, KTIK.com, all the different various ways you can check them out three to six today. So appreciate it. Have a great day. We'll talk to you guys later. Bronco Nation News Live, bronconationnews.com.